Welcome to Joe Bates Explains It All. It's better to burn out than to fade away, according to Neil Young in the song Hey Hey My My, released in 1979, and later plagiarised in the suicide note of Kurt Cobain, released in 1994. It's an iconic line, and it translates to a simple message. It's better to die than it is to get old. We are all familiar with the plus points of being old. Subsidised swimming pool use, getting a freedom pass, giving in to your prejudices. But there also must be something pretty bad about getting old for these distinguished songwriters to make such big statements. But can it really be worse than the alternative? I must admit that I don't know. Even for experienced audio guide makers like myself, it's very difficult to rate and review the experience of dying and whether you should try it principally because I've never died myself. Even during times of extreme ill health, like when I had the mumps, I never had any sort of prophetic vision of death, or any sort of afterlife of any kind. I did toy with the idea of trying to come up with a definitive judgement on whether dying is better than getting old by assessing each of the major world religions' concept of the afterlife and comparing them to the pros and cons of ageing. But then I panicked that if I misread the evidence and came to a false conclusion, I could get in a lot of trouble by wrongly recommending death as the best option to my impressionable audience. Maybe one day I'll come up with a definitive guide to whether death actually is the best option. But in this episode of Joe Bates Explains It All, I'm going to pretend that it doesn't exist, and instead talk a little bit about getting old. And since 2016 was a rough year for many of us, and 2017 is already looking like it's going to be considerably worse, it's important to try and focus on the few positives that we have. And one positive about the world is that technology could revolutionise the process of growing old and assist us when we're elderly in ways we can't imagine. So with that in mind, we're going to be looking into how apps and even video games can help us prepare for and enjoy the process of becoming more decrepit. And we'll also look at how social media will have become so all-encompassing in 40 years' time that we'll have company all of the time and anyone complaining about being lonely will rightly be labelled a liar. But before we get on to the positive section, in the interest of full disclosure, after this track we're going to talk about some of the drawbacks of getting old. Wasn't it a good year? Wasn't filled I didn't feel like me. Part 1. The reasons getting older in the future may not be good. Although this guide is meant to be positive about getting older and help you prepare for it, there's no point in me pretending that it's going to be all Saga Cruises and Werther's Originals. It'll be much better for you if I lay the raw facts on the table to begin with, so you can start mentally preparing yourself for how rubbish it might be, and then we can talk about the things that might make it less rubbish. With that in mind, here are the three main reasons why getting older in the future may not be good. Reason 1. Worrying economic and political trends. There are several worrying trends happening right now that could mean old age in the future could be much harder. Calculations suggest that the state retirement age for those who turn 30 this year 
will be 93, but most will need to continue working beyond this because the state pension will no longer be in the form of money at that point, but it will be in the form of a number of free goes on a bingo per week. Eventually though we will have to retire when our health deteriorates, but very few of us will be able to retire in comfort in our own property because we won't have one. So when we're unable to properly participate in the cleaning rota in the flat chair that we've lived in for the last 60 years, then one of the fellow residents will report us to the landlord, who will promptly organise an uber pool to whisk us off to the nearest residential care home. At that point, because of lack of funding, all residential care homes will be staffed entirely by volunteers. This means that the care they provide will be extremely substandard, but the major drawback will be that the only people willing to volunteer for that sort of thing will be extremely religious people, who will not allow you to partake in any sinful entertainment, rendering your free goes on the bingo completely useless, and they won't even let you watch EastEnders because it is, in their words, Satan's stories. Okay, that sounds pretty bleak, but you're probably thinking that'll never happen to me, because I've got a nice family who love me, and they'll help me out. Well, that brings me to reason two, why growing older in the future could be terrible. Reason 2. Your family will abandon you. The cultural norm of allowing your parents to live with you when they get old has thankfully died out without too many consequences for our generation. But when we get old, and face a future in a poorly resourced care home, we will attempt to get it going again and plead with our children to let us stay in their spare room. However, society will have become so individualistic by that point that your children will ask for well above the market value for you to stay there and put unreasonable clauses in your tenancy agreement, like not allowing you to enter the living room and only having access to the kitchen between 6 and 7am in the morning, meaning that you have to frantically cook three meals before your time runs out, because if you're still there when they come down to breakfast, they'll put it all in the bin as punishment. Faced with these conditions, you're probably going to choose the residential care option, but don't expect to get any visits from your family whilst you're there, because they'll still be offended that you refuse to take them up on their offer, and also you'll be competing for their attention with millions of different TV channels, streaming services, and cloned versions of themselves that they need to look after. So you're going to be so far down the list in terms of priorities, the only time you'll eventually see them is when they move to the same care home as you, and because of everything that's happened, you'll both find it way too awkward to say hello to each other, and will only communicate with passive-aggressive staring. Okay, so you'll be in a terrible place and your family will have abandoned you. But on top of that, there is another reason why growing old in the future will be particularly bad. Reason 3. This situation will go on for a very long time. Humans are going to live a lot longer in the near future. When asked when the first person who will live to a thousand years old will be born, a scientist recently said that they believe they already have been. This person is unlikely to be someone like you. It's much more likely it'll be some extremely evil rich person who works in finance and has enough money to reinforce his body with steel and wires. But even if it's not you, Unless you develop some sort of superbug or are very clumsy, you're going to be alive for much longer than previous generations. Living for a long time sounds great, but will actually be terrible. 
even though your body is still moving at the age of 140, you will still get old at the same time as people do now, when you mentally check out of life after one too many disappointments. So that's at least 70 years, and possibly up to 120, where you'll be living as an old person. There are so many potential risks associated with this. One of the key ones is that it could destroy your idea of eternal love. After following my guides to finding love earlier in the series, you should be currently smitten with the new partner you found, and you probably think it's going to last forever, having known of people who've stayed together for life and people who've celebrated things like their diamond anniversary after 60 years. But people who celebrate these anniversaries are smug in the knowledge that the imminent release of death will mean that they soon won't have to see the other person or hear their stupid voice ever again. But what if the relationship goes on to its 80th year, or its 100th year? No two people can feasibly get along for that amount of time. So the relationship, which probably already started deteriorating years ago, will go from bad to worse as the years go by. As well as the unavoidable resentment and distance you will feel from the other person, the presents you get on these anniversaries will be awful, because of all the good stuff like pearl and gold being given to you on previous anniversaries. At least on your 90th polyurethane anniversary you'll be given something that you can insulate your loft with, but you'll just be annoyed when you reach your 100th anniversary and people have to give you gifts made out of human hair. You'll stay together well into your second century for your family, because no one likes to see their great-great-grandparents go through a messy divorce. But you won't be happy about it, and you'll be cursing the day you listen to episodes 1 and 2 of Joe Bates Explained It All and embarked on this never-ending relationship. So there you go, the cards are on the table. Growing old in the future could be quite grim, and you're probably feeling depressed about the picture that I painted. Well, making people depressed in part 1 is just how you make good radio because I've set you up to feel great in an uplifting part two, where I go into why old age in the future might not be so bad after all. But first, this little intermission. Part 2. Why growing old in the future might not be as bad as it sounded in part 1. Unfortunately there's no getting around the fact that the things I talked about in part 1 are going to happen. But it's going to be okay because technology is going to save us all. We can't even imagine the type of apps and robotic assistance that will be available to people who will need help in 40 or 50 years time. But when you look at the things that are available already, it's hard not to be really excited about getting old. We mentioned earlier that it's going to be hard to keep your family interested in coming to visit you in the future, because they'll have so many other options available to them which you won't be able to compete with in terms of entertainment value. I mean look at the situation now. Many old people have memories and stories of World War II one of the most interesting things to happen in history, and they all lived in times which are very different to our own. Yet we still find it very boring to listen to them talk. How are we going to manage when our lives will have been much less interesting than theirs? There's no way your grandkids are going to stick around, listening to your stories about the time Article 50 was triggered, 
or the old days where there were only two major streaming services, but you managed to make do. Developers have already identified this as a future issue and came up with an app called Nice Story Grandad, which generates exciting and appealing stories for old people to tell to their family to make it more likely they'll come and visit. Instead of, I watch the Iraq war unfold on TV, you'll get a story about how you and a ragtag bunch of marines storm Baghdad and rugby tackled Saddam Hussein just as he was about to press the button to trigger a weapon of mass destruction. And instead of, I watch 9-11 unfold on TV, you'll get a story about how you and a ragtag bunch of marines managed to stop an attack on London on the same day by literally jumping in front of a plane just as it was about to hit Big Ben. It doesn't matter that these stories couldn't possibly be true, because the entire concept of a fact will be abolished by the end of this year. So by the time we get older, the possibilities will be endless with Nice Story Grandad, and it may even give you enough material to get your family to commit to a monthly visit. You can already get help through technology to help you with the physical risks of ageing. Many old people already have homes installed with the Fall Breaker software, basically a movement sensor which is alerted by sudden movements associated with a fall, and which then triggers an alarm where a voice repeats the words, get up, for one hour, to encourage you to summon up the effort to get yourself back to your feet. If, after an hour, you still haven't managed it, then the sensor will alert the emergency services. Think of how something like this could develop when we get older, with an even more accurate sensor so it doesn't trigger every time you wave to someone, and a bigger variety of phrases. You can do it, show your body who's boss, and so on. But the thing is, whilst these apps will make old age a lot easier, we won't need anything like them for a while yet, so what can we be doing now to make it easier for us when we do reach old age? Well, part of the reason getting old is difficult for people is because they are not prepared for how awful it is. But there is actually a game designed to set you up for this, so it's not such an unpleasant surprise. The game is called Bleak Inevitability, and it's a sim-style, real-time simulator set entirely in a residential care home. The game is hundreds of hours long, and shifts in style quite a lot throughout this time. The first 30 or 40 levels are quite relaxing and fun, with nice visits from your family, sing-along sessions with other residents, and the only objectives being to turn up for meals and to go to bed. However, the game gets considerably harder as it goes on. It differs from most games, as instead of your character getting stronger as the game goes on, the levels get harder and more tedious as your character physically and mentally deteriorates meaning you do the same monotonous tasks as in the earlier levels, but find them much more difficult to complete. And whilst at the beginning you have multiple choices of what your character is going to say in conversations, as the game goes on, your choices get more angry and limited, and by the end, simply comprise of two different ways of insulting your nurse, racist or non-racist. Your family stop visiting, so the game gets considerably more boring, the graphics and audio quality get worse, and by the end you basically lose what little semblance of control you had over your character. It's a horrible game, nowhere near as good as Street Fighter or FIFA, but I would recommend buying it just so you're prepared for what is ahead of you. And really, what I realised when I got to the grim last levels was that actually it's not going to be that bad after all. 
because as well as being able to prepare for Old Age using games like Bleak Inevitability, Old Age itself will actually be a lot better because we actually have computer games. And unlike now, we won't have to feel guilty about playing them all day because there'll literally be nothing else to do. Not only will we play them, we'll be able to master them. With older people having all the highest level characters on games like World of Warcraft because of being able to devote 19 hours a day to it. And winning easily on games like FIFA because of the medication they are on preventing them from flying into a rage and throwing the controller on the floor, unlike their teenage opponents. So old age is not sounding so bad after all now is it? But what will we do for company? Who will we brag to about our many video game triumphs? Well, in answer to that, we're going to look at another very encouraging social trend. The generation who are due to become old people in 20 or 30 years time will be the first who are fully engaged with social media. There will be bad things about this. When people inevitably start succumbing to physical and mental disabilities, Facebook will be a constant stream of people complaining about their lungs or their heart, or posting 20 times a day asking where their keys are and messaging their friends to ask, do I know you? And as well as notifications about people's birthdays, you'll also start getting regular notifications about friends being dead. And soon it'll seem like every day you're posting a solemn emoji on someone's wall to offer your condolences. You might not really be a fan of all the holiday and baby pictures on Facebook now, but it's preferable to the constant reminders of our own mortality that it will one day be. But despite this, social media, and particularly a site like Facebook, is going to make being old great. Because at its core, social media is designed to give people joy and create a perfect society. Mark Zuckerberg's first idea, FaceMash, which allowed people to rank people in terms of attractiveness, was a good first attempt. But with Facebook, he's finally got the means to make sure that people are constantly connected to a community and fulfilling all of their social obligations within it. The notifications you get from Facebook are part of this. There are 1.5 billion regular users, so just think of the number of staff Facebook employ in order to remind everyone to wish their friends happy birthday. As these notifications develop and Facebook has access to more of our information, we'll get more specific reminders, telling us to send a message to our mum because after all she sacrificed so much to raise us, and prompting us to send a video of an unlikely friendship between a cow and a bear to a friend whose posts suggest they have become morbidly depressed. Of course, Zuckerberg's efforts to make people good to each other won't last. People will start to ignore these notifications and he will reluctantly accept defeat. But a couple of years after that, he will be broken by a single instance of people not observing their duties. An adorable photo of a newborn baby being held by its exhausted but happy mother is uploaded onto Facebook. Michael came into this world at 8.12am weighing 8 pounds and 2 ounces. We're so happy. But the photo gets no reactions whatsoever. After years of liking and commenting on millions of photos of babies, even close friends and family can't be bothered reacting to it, and both the couple and the baby are mortified when what they thought was a momentous occasion gets less of a reaction than a post advertising a dub techno night in Milton Keynes. When he hears the news that no one has reacted to this photo, Zuckerberg will storm out of his office in tears, incoherently babbling about people being monsters. 
Then he'll suggest the unthinkable. Shut it down. The experiment has failed. Shut the website down. Then his employees will remind him that the website is worth billions. And he'll say, oh yeah, fair enough. Sorry, okay, don't shut it down. But don't let people keep on ruining it. Add some robots or something. He'll later elaborate that by robots, he means fake friends, based on complex algorithms and added surreptitiously to people's existing Facebook friends list. These will be virtually impossible to distinguish from real friends, with names and facial features that combine familiar aspects of them, and they'll eventually begin popping up in people's own photos, so it seems like they've been around forever. People may be initially suspicious of all this, but eventually will much prefer these algorithms to their real friends, because they're the only ones who remember things like the anniversary of their cat dying, and who reply supportively when they post a furious rant about not being able to turn on their radiator. By the time we're older, we'll have fully embraced these algorithms, because they've been with us through thick and thin. They will provide us with all the company and validation we need in the comfort of our own care home, and that, combined with advanced technology and being able to play computer games all day, is why I think old age in the future won't be too bad after all. I've been Joseph Bates, thanks for listening today, and do look out for this show on Resonance's Mixcloud, where you can get a full track list. I'll be back next week with another episode of Joe Bates Explains It All. But for now, I'm just going to close my eyes and imagine just how great being elderly could be. Seven fifteen PM, twentieth of October, two thousand and fifty-six. Guys, I've just finished the last level on Street Fighter Thirty-One. The last boss was so difficult, but after fifty-four days of solid playing, I've done it. Three hundred and sixty-two likes. Wow, Joe. Well done, man. So great. Well done, man. Well done, man. Yes. You're the best Street Fighter player ever. That's so great. Well done, man. Yes. Nine PM. 13th of March 2061. Apple crumble again for dessert today. Another day of this and I honestly think I'll turn into an apple crumble. 542 likes. Ha ha ha. Joe, you're crazy. Brilliant sense of humor. Very funny. You can't turn into a crumble. Joe, you're crazy. 10pm. 21st of March 2063. Okay guys, the nurse has just come round and asked me to turn off the PlayStation and the lights, so I'm going to turn in. Good night everyone. 156 likes. Good night, Joe. Let's see you tomorrow. Okay, good night, man.